Today is June 16th, and baseball is still on fire. But we've got a bunch of voicemails that we're excited about, so let's do it. Let's talk Yanks. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Talking Yanks. My name is Jimmy, and sitting next to me is Jake. He's currently got an underbeard made out of a mask, a blue hat on, and headphones. We both have very red noses today. Jake got some sun. I have a wildly raging pimple coming through, and we're going to talk some Yankees. Jake, how you doing? I'm good, Jim. I do. It is a red nose pod today. Mm-hmm. Um, happy, happy red nose day to all the listeners. No underbeard. I I have the mask ready to go. Um, can't be too safe. Slash, I was one of the people out and about in New York this week that they then threatened to shut down the city this weekend. So, I'm a bad guy. Never really fought that. Um, I didn't know any of that happened. They threatened too many people were out and about. Yeah, so it's funny when a collective group of people come to the same conclusion, but it wasn't really discussed. I had a friend getting the collective engaged. unconscious is what you're talking about. No, I had a friend get engaged. Congrats to Connor and Leah on their engagement. Kalia. Uh, so we uh, went to Pier Forty Five. We had a couple celebratory drinks there, and then we went to. You know, a couple New York Rite of Passage bars, uh, Penny Farthing, Jackdaw. And so all these places are serving alcoholic drinks out their windows, mm-hmm. uh, which has been cool. But no one's really put it together yet to, like, make a day out of that. Mm-hmm. And I think the collective unconscious group of people all did that. So there was a... You know, I never watched the news, but it was left on because I watched a little bit of the golf yesterday. Uh, and the news came on, and it was literally like the first story. And it was like, yeah, there's pe- people in the city not taking things seriously. And there's just cutscenes, different bars around New York City. And I was like, oh. Were you scared you were going to be on one of the yes. scenes? Yes, very much so uh, for a second. <laughs> but uh, was not. Uh, I'm a bad guy. Back to you in the booth. Cool. Well, this episode of Talking Yanks is brought to you, Jake, by two very special people, Jim Loper and mm. Ryan Carlquist. Jim Loper, huh? Jim Loper. Yeah. Like so those that. are the most two recent Patreons that signed up to support us, and they get live access to the shows. We got some people in the chat now. Uh, Jason Miller said, Jake with the strong mask neck beard. And they say, Hi. So, also, on Patreon, we just uploaded a behind-the-scenes of The Office the week before we got sent home. Yeah. Since we're back in The Office now, Zach had that footage to edit and put it out. So, if you are a Patreon and you missed that, you can go check it out. It's just some behind-the-scenes stuff that we shot as as we've really found out that baseball wasn't happening anymore. It's history. I think it it has the moment when we hear the news. Recorded. So, that's that. Now we're going to talk some Yanks. 
Not a lot's going on in the Yankees world. Oh, besides the whole letter. I guess we have to talk oh about that. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, I, I didn't even realize that. Brutal. Yeah. If we play baseball, will they even allow the Yanks? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. So if anyone if anyone really doesn't hasn't been keeping up to date with this story, headline came out that says there's a letter from the commissioner to the Yankees that allegedly shows the Yankees cheated far worse than the commissioner publicly stated. Uh, it was a bunch of DraftKings users that sued MLB because of the cheating. And the judge who ruled against it, he got to see the letter. He also ruled against the plaintiff because I think there's no case there. I think that like the too plain, no tiff. Yeah, I think people already tried to sue for cheating and there it holds no water. There's no grounds to stand on. So the but the judge said now that I think someone told me like now that that letter was used as evidence procedurally it has to be released to the public like that's just how it works and the Yankees said we don't want that released and MLB said we don't want that released Yankees said it holds no smoking gun but it would do irreputable damage to our something it would injure the reputation something like that um so the headline was, you know, there's a letter out there that proves the Yankees were cheating. And everyone ran with that like crazy and, and opened the letter. I'm all for it. There shouldn't be secret Let's letters out it. here. Like Manfred shouldn't be doing the whole pass a note and then and then burn that thing. You know what I mean? Right. And if you're going to do it, burn what it. Don't seal it. it. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. And like what's going on? So I, I, I it's, it's, it's so nuanced. In 2015, 2016, teams had access to the replay room, and there was no rule saying they couldn't use that information and give it to a runner on second base without electronics. So if they watched in the replay room and then walked to the dugout and told someone this is it, and then they signaled to the runner on second, he signaled, that was legal at the time. Now, if you use technology to get it to the dugout and get it to the player, that was illegal. So when the Red Sox got caught with the Apple Watch, that was technology, so they got fined for it. And right then and there, MLB put out a thing saying, we know teams have been using the replay room in this way. We didn't think they would. We don't want them to, so we've clarified the rule. If you use the replay room at all in that way to get signs, it's illegal. Since then, the Yankees haven't been caught doing anything. Since they changed it, and Cashman even said, like, they update the rules, we follow the new rules. They update those rules. We follow the new rules. That's what Cashman said before an interview. So this letter, I think, will just prove that the Yankees used the replay room incorrectly in 2015 and 2016, which was already public but not public through a huge megaphone. It was kind of like public if you, fa- if you read about it in the correct articles deep on paragraph 8, you know, and the Yankees took, partook in this as well. You know what I mean? It wasn't ever a headline. So I think the Yankees didn't want it to be a headline. Like they were like, "No, let's I want that letter stayed in the past." Now it's a headline anyway because you did that. So it's kind of the Barbara Streisand effect. But uh I don't know. That that's basically where we're at. Open the letter. I'd be surprised, Jake. Like wouldn't you be surprised if the letter comes out and Manfred's like, "Dear Yankees, we know that you set up a camera 
and relayed signs to batters in live time uh, without even using a runner on second base. But we're going to cover that, and we're going to tell the public that you only did this. Burn this letter. <laughs> Probably. I mean, it. well, couple couple steps back. Manfred, in general, that letter could say anything. <laughs> so that's that's the only thing where uh, uh, not cheating concerns, but just Manfred general concerns because sometimes not sure what that feller is up to. And hopefully maybe we'll get some breaking news during this, this podcast about baseball. But, yeah, it's... It's the timeline, and some people are never going to be able to function with the timeline. And it's, uh, I mean, I'll, you know, is this a Yankees podcast? Absolutely. Uh, Are we starting to become respected voices in the MLB community? Yup, suck it. Um, But what Houston did is 10 out of 10, illegal, bad, instant, Relay, video camera, stealing signs, as bad as it gets. Um, the Red Sox, they, and this is where the timeline comes in, they got warned by the commissioner to stop doing this, and then they went out and they did it again. And they were relaying the signs to runners on second when they were on base to send back to the hitter. And more importantly than that, they were spitting in the commissioner's face because they were told, do not do that. The Yankees did the same thing as the Red Sox just earlier, and when the commissioner said stop, they stopped. So if you don't have the timeline factor to it, you know, yeah, you could get lost in the scuttle. I'm with you, and, uh, you know, it it almost sounds like New York, but, like, open the letter. Like, open the letter. I mean... And stop doing them in the future. There's probably some weird Manfred line in there that I'm sure other fan bases would, like find a way to hold over our heads because why are we sending sealed letters? What's happening? Yeah. That's Jude. That's baseball to a T. Closed doors. Sealed letters? I hope he used one of those, the things they used to close letters with in like the olden days slash Game of Thrones. Wax and a stamp. It's his signature. It says Manfred on it. It's not even his. It's like Bud Selig's old one. He just just uses uses it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, breaking news. You wanted breaking beep, beep, news? Beep, beep, beep. Garrett Cole drove to Yankee Stadium and pitched in the bullpen today. Should have went. And we're right here. We're right here. Let us know. Sat him over. Cole, let us know. Goddamn. Cole World. What does he know? Probably nothing. Maybe something. Probably nothing. Probably nothing. Maybe something. But probably nothing. It's probably nothing. <laughs> All right, you want to get this? BBD like that. And he's cute. And how are you, David? I'm well, thank you for asking. Okay. Okay. Today's voicemail app? Voicemail app. It's exciting. Yeah, let's run the first one. On your mark, get set, voicemail. Hey, Jimmy, Jake, this is Adam from New Jersey. I was wondering how you've been dealing with all the hate from Astros fans on Twitter because they've been complete idiots and apparently don't know how to read. So my other question is, after all of this, basically after the Yankees are all but exonerated, do you think that the Astro fans will still just like say they cheated? And do you think that the buzzers will ever come out? 
Love you guys. Thanks. Uh, what's up, Adam? Thanks. Yeah, Adam. I don't know how I deal with it, man. Like that day sucked. I was trending, and every time I opened my phone, it was just nothing but like blind hate. Yes. It's weird to be on the other end of it. Even though I know you say they're like irrational people, and obviously they're dumb. It's still not fun to be on the other end it's of just straight blind rage. Yeah. Uh, like I was with Luke. I just can't, like I couldn't open my phone. I couldn't open my phone and not have the 20 plus notification sign. Like I would try to do it in like 20 seconds. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. And it was nothing but like, take that, you fat fuck. Yeah. Take what? Like nothing Could you take happened. It? Just take it. I, I had to. Yeah. Take it. Yeah, I was pretty happy. That was uh, that was while I was ce- celebrating the engagement. Congrats, Connor and Leah, Kalia, as I think you called mm-hmm. them. Um, yeah, and I, because you're right, and I mean, I, you know, I've I've very much been in the weeds, and uh, I mean, I've seen seen the heat of some other people's fastballs, especially when when you're on the end of it. Um, and it's tough not to not to tune that on, but it, I, I mean, like that caller was mentioning, I mean. It's pure logical people. I mean, it was, uh, I mean, after, I want to say it was like an eight-hour blip on Twitter, and then already the story started to turn, where everyone with human logic started to say, no, this isn't that at all. And then what? Wasn't it the back page of the sports paper? Was Hugh, Hugh don't have it right. Hugh... I don't know, but Lewis on my on my mentions, like there has been no change. Of course not, and yeah. the, I mean that's that's just how it's gonna be. Yeah. Well, hopefully they forget about it and go away. But yeah, whenever something happens, <laughs> I get lit up. So there was like a nice month break, and I got lit up, and it's super frustrating because they're just so dumb, so dumb. Um. But yeah, man, it's crazy. It's like. It's crazy. It's not fun. Anyway, what was his other questions? When this comes out, will they... No, no. Like Jake said, they they don't accept the timeline of it was illegal at one point and, not illegal, and then illegal after it. So they will never accept that. And they don't accept that there's a difference between what the Red Sox did and, and what the Astros did. And they won't accept that either. You're, you're essentially dealing with crazy people. Slash rabid teenagers Slash crazy Texas folk Yeah I don't think it's the teenagers I think it's adults Like my feed is mostly like angry adults It's yeah. all over Yeah there's I, I think the youths are in there I think there's a I think there's some kids with venom Who are letting it out And they get their Houston Astros group chat going um, That I, I know you know of um, and then, yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's hostile times. People are trapped inside and if, if they're going to open up the firing range and Hey, you, you and I said this, I mean, the, the way the article was reported was extremely clickbaity and they kind- reported against the alleged crime and not that the judge ruled against it. Yes. Like, you know, we had a hearing, it went to a judge, and he said, no, this isn't true. Right. And they l- conveniently left that out of all the headlines. Right. It's crazy. But open the letter. Let's see what's in there. Let's see the letter, baby. Love to see how Team letter writes his letters. Probably so weird. Hey, guys. It's uh, Josiah from Austin, Texas. Long time, second time. I have a question. Don't hear that a lot. About baseball. So I thought I'd call you. 
Um, how many games do you think the Yankees could win in a 75-game season? I mean, I'm thinking 50 is easy. Like, do you think they could win, like, 60-plus games? Maybe. I mean, what you guys think? Go Yanks. Uh, you gotta refer, you gotta remember that if they do this 75 game season, it's all against the NL East and the AL East. And there's some good teams in both divisions. The Rays are good. The Red Sox will be competitive. Like, I don't think they're going to be, you know, like the Orioles where you win every game of the series. The blue baby Jays will be competitive. And then the NL East, man, that's a really competitive besides the Marlins. That's really competitive. So. Yeah, I mean, 50 and 25 sounds really nice. I uh, wouldn't 60 and 15. No, come on. I understand you want you want to think big, but yeah. that's like insane. No, I think I think 50. I think 50 is the number. 50 is like the 90. You're looking at you're looking at one of the high scores. I mean, you know, 50 and 25. That's. That's what a six six seven winning percentage. Not a math pod. Never has been a math. It's pod. It's never been. Um, but yeah, I just I googled best record through one hundred games MLB, and I got an article that was hottest starts, and there's like thirty two and eight, thirty three and seven, forty nine and one, forty dash nine dash one for those nineteen forty six Red Sox. Good team, good team. Um, but yeah, I think. Uh, and and what you were saying about the Sox, I mean, that's that's the whole wild card of this shortened season that we're <laughs> now preying on happening. Uh, a lot of the teams that normally fit in that, you know, 81 to 86 wins. Um, I'll make a lot of friends saying this. The Red Sox, the Mets, <laughs> um, you know, the, those teams, their season, you'd kind of expect to be in that range. I mean, those teams are either fully in play or going to fully shit the bed. I kind of, I, I had a Jakey Shower thought the other day. What's the Jakey Shower thought noise effect that we always play whenever I bring it up? I feel like we just play this a lot. Yeah, no, no, we definitely do. For sure. I just, sorry, so, I had that on the... It's okay. Um, Came out of left Everyone field. enjoy your bad day. Okay. You're very depressed in the shower, usually. <laughs> Tuesday shower. Um, totally forget the thought. No. Uh, what if the Red Sox, like, tanked this season and got, like, a top three pick? Why not? Why not, right? Sales out. Resign Mookie. Mookie's out. Sales out. Cora's out. They got the prospects in the Mookie trade. Get price, like, price is out. Get, like, a higher draft pick than you've, like, the Red Sox would ever normally get. And no one's going to care. I know, again, this is a pretty Yankee-centric podcast because in Red Sox world, they're saying, hey, we could probably sneak up on some teams. Oh, dude. Oh, Usually by August anyway, if the Red Sox aren't in it, they right. pivot to Patriots, but now the Patriots are probably tanking for a season. So, like, what are Boston fans going to do? What are they going to be arrogant about? Bruins. Bruins are Bruins hockey? good right now? I think so, yeah. Okay, awesome. Happy for them. Celtics. What about the Celtics? They're good. Celtics are good. I think the Bruins were in first when the season yeah. ended, but I don't know hockey. That's so awesome. I'm guessing that. Yeah. Uh, do you ever wish that? We'll find a way. Do you ever wish New York was a one sport town? What's, like, what's the comparison? Boston. I'm jealous that like they're not a one sport town. One sport per league town. Like I'm jealous one that team like yeah, <laughs> everyone 
everyone in Boston. Like Oklahoma City Thunder, that'd be a one-sport town. Whatever. I, I got what you're saying. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, everyone roots for the same football team. Everyone roots. It would be cool right. if New York was like, this is the New York. Like, you know, every sport is divided because it's such a big city. I am jealous of towns and cities that have just one sport per per league. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it. I think it it leaves a little more flexibility. Like, I enjoy the Denver Broncos, and that just kind of happened as a youth. And I think if New York was a one-team-per-sport town, I'd probably be slightly more disliked for that. So I don't know. I don't care. Okay. Go Mets. Do we answer the question? What was it? Uh, most 50. wins. 50 is the mark. 50 is, I think, is like the 100. Because think about it. It's a little less than half a season. I just had 50 as the 90. 55 as the 100. Think about it. You're eight. getting less than half a season, yeah. and 100 is like an amazing season. That would be like 102, 103. But half a season, you do get a little more stretch. It's not 90. 95. I'll give you 98 minimum, but I think it's a hundy. Okay. 25 losses? Yeah. But but you got you to gotta factor in like teams can go off on sample size. Sure, somebody can have a hot a hot stretch that could be like, a little better. Like do I think better. a team would win like 55 to 60? Yeah, I think like two teams would probably do that. Okay, see I I don't. I mean that's that's a crazy pace. Like you can be That's a record-breaking pace for half a season. Like when's the last time we've seen that? 2019 Yankees baseball reference. I'm just going to find like a two-month stretch and see what. Okay. Schedule and results by month. By month. Let's see. By months. So in May, the Yankees went 20 and 7. It's pretty good. And then in June, they went 17 and 9. So that's 37 and 16. And we were talking about 50 and 15? 50 and 25? Yeah. 60 and 15. And then in and then in August again they went 21 and 9. I mean dude, think about 60 and 15. That's nuts. Yeah, I'm just saying like you, I think because of the smaller sample size you have to rule in craziness more than r- rule it out. I'm just uh like when have we had a team like we've seen some really great teams between our Yanks and the Astros and even the Sox and, like, you're talking about teams that are on a record-breaking pace, and we haven't even seen a team really come close to that. Yeah. I'm trying to – what about uh, Boston, speaking of, in 2018? Like, did they have two months where they had under 10 losses? I mean, yeah, they had a pretty good stretch here. They got hot. I think, I think if a team could win – 19 games in a 20 games in a month. Teams are doing that. So 60 at 60 games, because you say you play 30 games a month, 20 and 10, that would be 40 and 20. Am I doing math right? Yeah. And then do it 10 and 5. 50 50 and 25. That's where we're at? Yeah. Okay. So you're. That's where we've been at. You got there. I got there. You got there. Did math. I'll give you fifty-five. I don't. Nobody's getting sixty. No one's getting okay. Sixty's high, but I, I I think the team might crack like fifty-eight 
You just gotta be. You just fifty five is my cap. What's what are the divisions? Like there might be a shitty fucking division, dude. Are the Royals and the White Sox and the um who's the other tanking team in that division? The the Centrals. I mean, Tigers the, the all N- in the same division. The NL Central is a shit show, anyways. And I mean, so is the top of the AL Central. Yeah. If the Braves want to run the or the the Cardinals and Cubs want to like run the table in that two divisions, I think they could. I don't know. It's interesting. We're pretty similar. I just think there might be one team that does something 55 crazy. top for a 75 game season. That's not going to happen. 55? 75 games not going to happen. Yeah. So fun conversation though. Thanks Andy. Thank you. Or no, thanks Josiah. Josiah. You mean Jake, it's Andy calling in from Minnesota and just had a quick question. So obviously the Yankees are going to lose a lot of money given that no fans are going to be in attendance to games if there are games this year. So with that in mind and Paxton and Tanaka becoming free agents next year, what do you think the Yankees rotation looks like next year before Herman comes back? Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, stay healthy and go Yanks. It's a really good question that we've had a lot amongst ourselves because we were told by someone on the business side of things, not for the Yankees, but just on the business side of things of baseball, like, hey, don't expect teams to spend this year, and I think everyone's saying that now. Don't expect the Yankees to spend because they're a one-income company, basically, and all of their money comes from baseball. And I was like, well, they have to spend somewhere because they have no pitchers. If they don't bring back anyone... That means Paxson's gone, Tanaka's gone, Hap's gone. That means that the rotation is Cole, Montgomery as the two, and then Clark Schmidt, Davey, and Mike King. And Luizaga, yeah. I think Tanaka will come back. We've, uh, sources, we've heard that however this does play out, and it's going to be chaos. These are... Unprecedented times in baseball. We've we've heard from people that are much closer to the Yankees that Masahiro Tanaka not in pinstripes, not from the fan perspective, but in real life would be odd. Something would have to go wrong. And, hey, maybe this money stuff is enough to do it, but we've been told he really likes New York City, he really likes being a Yankee. To the fact that if the Yankees could be in the ballpark with another offer, Masir Tanaka would remain a Yankee. Um, again, uh, we'll see how it plays out. Like you're saying, it's it's tough to picture the New York Yankees running out a pitching staff of Garrett Cole and bodies. Um, hey, maybe, maybe Monty follows up with a really nice year and he is the next Andy Pettit, and I'll be fine with that. I'll eat those eggs. Um and then, yeah, I mean, it would, it would the fun part of that would be Brian Cashman trading <laughs> all of our hitting capital to get pitching. I think, I mean, if you're a Clint Ford, Clint Ford, if you're a Clint Frazier, a Mike Ford, if you're a Tyro Estrada, I mean, I would have your bags packed and ready to go. If if that's how it plays out for the Yankees, and hey, that would um, man, no, it's funny. I haven't even allowed my brain to go there. Um, but man, would that be a a wrinkle in this Yankees dynasty if the the New York Yankees were plunged of money 
for a few year span when they had this young core that's supposed to be the future. Boy, would that suck, dicks. Even if Tanaka comes back, Paxson's iffy. Yeah. Hap, probably gone. And there's a uh, Severino's coming back, but halfway yeah. through. But you then you would have Cole, Tanaka, Gumby. Sevy. Sevy, not that not he's, at the start of the he's season. Trying to get near a staff. Davy, your guy. Clark and Davy, like maybe getting a lot of run Kinger. unless they sign other people. It's very interesting. The other side of this is that money may be fucked up throughout baseball, depending how everything plays out. So you could see you got a lot of guys signing one year type deals. So the Yankees could even potentially run it back. We've heard there's been so many different rumors. It's tough to know what's true because this stuff does not just happen. Weird. Hey, John Boy Jake. Uh, this is Bill from Austin, actually now living in Round Rock, Texas, where Sam Bass was killed. So that's kind of cool. Round Rock, um, My question ass. is to Jake. So I moved. I just moved from a house to an apartment, and my dog is just not about it. So seeing as the noodle dog has been in an apartment for a while, I was wondering if you give give me and maybe John Boy some uh, advice. On uh, apartment pups. So, yeah. Need some advice. Keep them going. Let's go, Yanks. Wow. We're uh, talking Yanks has officially transitioned to a lifestyle podcast. Yep. We've hit we've hit our peak. Mm-hmm. Uh, first thing I did with Noodle, uh, we got his testicles removed. Nice. And I ate them in front of him to show my dominance. No. Um... So here's the problem. Noodles only really known apartments. Yeah. So I don't know going from house to apartment, what kind of backyard setup you'd have. Um, I would just have, know what you need. You need an ace in the hole. If I need to get my dog tired, where am I going? And that's either a dog park or a doggy daycare or something like that. That you could just see it. Like, I can see when Noodle starts getting antsy and it's like, all right, this he needs to be worn out. Look, now in the city, being close to Central Park, we've been frequenting that area a lot, getting our getting our steps in. So that's been good. But, yeah, he's, Noodle's a bum. Um, like, he, if we go, if we go for a, a two-mile walk, like, he's gassed. Uh, which, again, also ends up making me a little sad when I'm high because uh, – you know, if he was a dog with a yard and chased squirrels all day, he'd probably have better cardio. But you could say the same thing about me. So Two mile walk, I'm probably gassed too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tight. Just tight. Maybe I do that. I'm going to Google how long I walk for. Okay. To Fairway Market. Okay. We do that walk regularly. I'm not gassed at the end of it. Not gassed. I might be selling myself short here. I'm going to... I almost just said my address out loud because I was t- just mm. talking about what type... Uh, I think the difference here, and I don't know, Jake's the sure. experienced guy, but you never went from house, but we went from, with Zimmer, we went from big house in Connecticut with a huge backyard to Lavalette, which is smaller house and streets, no backyards. And, like, he was old. Right. We never walked him. Right. Open up the backyard, he'd run himself crazy, play right. with the animals, you know. So when we had to actually, like, walk him to get exercise... It was different, so that's what this guy's going to have to do. You yeah. just have to make time to walk him nonstop. Uh, there was a pretty good moment yesterday, so I don't know if I mentioned, but Saturday, uh, Connor and Leah got engaged. Kalia. Fuck, 1.1 miles. Congratulations. Ooh. But I'm not gassed from it. <laughs> okay. At all. What if you double it? 
If we walked back, I think I'd be fine. Okay. It's a really quick walk. I believe in you. It says it's 20 minutes, but um, it's pretty quick. So we... Uh, hung- oh, wait, oh, 1.3. Hungover Sunday. Um, just following all the all the code. A little Advil, a little Blue Gatorade. Um, and one of my buddies had stayed at my other buddies, and he like basically ended up staying the whole day there. So I went to check in on them like 12 blocks away. Went there. Everyone was miserable. I was miserable. Left. Um, and when I came back, I... I got some ice cream and a couple body armor drinks as I posted on social media. And I saw my lovely girlfriend, Jess and our dog noodle and mm. they had just left the house and she was in hungover mode all day. And, uh, uh, a person on the street had provoked noodle that he was hop- He was hopping around a lot, getting aggressive that Jess was going to take him for a walk. And then she saw me, she gave me noodle and said, I can't do it. And then she went for a walk by herself and I took the dog inside. Wow. <laughs> so hung over Sunday this weekend. Damn. You know, you posted that pic of the ice cream. Yeah. Luke went and bought the ice cream. So we had, yeah. we had it as well. What'd you think? It's not good. I knew it wasn't good. Yeah. But Luke was interested. Did you see someone reply to your tweet? Like it's a frozen dairy dessert, not yeah. ice cream. So I was very confused what he was doing. Right. And if he was serious. And then I got the ice cream, and it's it on says top, yeah. on there, frozen, frozen dairy, dairy dessert, dessert, not ice cream. Which is kind of fun. So it's I a did a really uh, tight inside joke. Yes. On that ice cream. I didn't know what he was. I thought he was, like, actually, like, that's not ice cream. Like, like from his own it personal, sucks. like, that's not ice cream. We're talking, I think, it, is it Breyers? Or it's like a Reese's peanut butter cup ice cream, basically. And it's not bad. But it could be so much better. All right. So Katie and I have been doing ice cream. And we need to stop. And yeah. we need to stop, like, hardcore stop. Because when I do the frozen banana and strawberry and I make that into a little ice cream for her, it's just as good. Not just yeah. as good, but it's good. So we did all these crazy flavors. And then we bought, I bought just, like, Briar's vanilla bean ice cream. Mm. And I'm like, why have I tried these dumb ice cream flavors? Briar's vanilla bean ice cream or Dryer's, whatever it is, is so good. You're not going to beat it. If you, especially you put like a little bit of peanut butter or a little bit of chocolate, whatever you're fixing is. It's a little bit. It's so crazy that we try to beat it. Like, you know, just get the vanilla bean ice cream. Okay. Do we answer the question? Yeah. Take your, find a, find a good dog park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got there. What's up, guys? This is Brian from North Carolina. Uh, quick question. Do you think the Yankees go to a six-man rotation once this season gets off the ground, try to get some... Save some arms. Um, maybe go with a prospect in that six spot. Appreciate what you're doing, guys. Have a good day. Man, I mean, we're talking about 45, 48-game season here. No, I don't think they go to I, I think they go to a six-man at the start, towards the end. How many teams are going to make the playoffs, and how important is it to be the top seed? Because if it's not incredibly important to be the number one seed, every team that knows they're good enough to make the playoffs – is going to play the regular season light on the gas pedal and try to slam it down in the postseason. That's my thoughts, at least. So, and hey, thank you for calling. Pre- appreciate y'all. Um, and I love it because I I often haven't been letting my name my my brain travel into actual baseball thoughts. So this is fun. Because um, two things to consider: a uh, you said Hap might be leaving the rotation. We forget that Hap has. 
the innings limit and the starts thing, which but if what are those they, are prorated. Yeah, what are they prorated? Like one start? We haven't heard much about that, so I don't know. Um, so that's that kind of stuff is interesting because I could see the Yankees maneuvering or not maneuvering that. Uh, What's depending uh, what it looks like? BBD, can you get me? I think half it was contract. I think it was twenty-seven starts or a buck forty innings. It's something like that. I'll so get the twenty. Number. How would you? We'll how get, would you? Twenty-seven we'll divided by one sixty-two is how would you? How would you oh, do this? No. Um, Times forty-five. I think your best way to think about it is okay. Seven and a half starts. So he's not doing that. Could be interesting. He could. I mean, that would not have to do a six man. It's 165 innings or 27 starts. 27 starts is a, well. No, I guess 32 starts. The starts could get the he could the starts could happen. I mean, if you if you do 60 games, five man rotation, quick math, that's like 11 starts each. So it's very possible. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they try to navigate that or if they don't try to navigate that. And then I think the bigger thing is. Whatever spring training looks like Garrett Cole pitching at the stadium today We just found out Is Those guys aren't going to be stretched out Anyways Like I feel like the first At least two weeks of the season Are almost going to be piggybacks Like I think you're going to see You know the guys that can go a couple Innings The guys that can go a couple innings Chad Green Jordan Montgomery Loizaga, uh, potentially Mike King, someone like that. Loizaga. I mean, I think you're going to see these guys almost piggybacking and being ready to go three, four innings, or two, three innings, because uh, those guys are going to need to be stretched out as well. So mm-hmm. I think they stay away from the six-man to start, but they do it in a way where they're stretching out pitchers, and when someone gets hurt, Monty can step in easily, or Luizaga can step in easily. I think it's a complete shit show and looks nothing like could like what we <laughs> have. Like I think it's three innings and three innings, and, and th- like the yeah. whole regular season, I think is going to be a shit show. I I agree with that partially. I'd say the first three weeks, I think I I'm I could very easily see that, but at some point. You know, this is going to turn into playoff baseball And Garrett Cole needs to get the ball every fifth day And the Yankees, you know, when the playoffs come They're going to want Garrett Cole to be able to go Seven, eight innings Shut down a game Win the World Series Have a parade They just need to build him up (laughs) They need to, like, build him and Tanaka and Paxton up Those three Build those guys up slowly Outside of of those three, shit show everywhere Bullpen day every day Montgomery three innings, uh, Hap three innings, Chad three innings, Luizaga three innings, Sessa three innings. You're Holder. forgetting one giant thing. Whippy. Yeah, Hap is. Oh, he's so whippy, dude. But they're so... not gonna. They're not gonna let him. You know what? It'd be interesting if they want him back because they can't spend elsewhere. If they just the first seven games, they just use him as an opener right away. Imagine that. I mean, he could, in theory, he could hit his start thing pretty easily. So that'll be interesting to monitor. Yankees are like, actually, that's a great value pickup for us. The market's so saturated. So we're just going to have you be the opener seven games in a row just to guarantee. Or, you know, maybe they go complete opposite. Hap gets hurt. Yankees are like, nope, you're fucking starting, (laughs) dude. I don't think you'll see that. (laughs) I don't think you'll see hurt Jay Hap getting starts. Um, What were you going to say? I've been wrong before. 
Well, it would be funny if it goes the other way, like I was saying at, at the end. If if guys, if it looks like there's going to be no money for free agents, so it's going to be bargain bin shopping. You know, the Yankees could move hell and high water to not give haps of those those starts. Bargain bin shopping scares me though, because that's a scenario where the players are going to accept terrible deals, and we are right now at a point where players are unified and not accepting terrible deers, deals. Right, but if you're going to do it, do it on the Yanks, right? Come on in. One a ring. Two rings. What up? It's Ryan from San Antonio. Mm. Um, now that we get Austin Wells, Badass. Do, you, do you guys think that we should trade Gary Sanchez? Just kidding, that's a big question. Got My us. real question is primarily for Jake. We're sitting here post-draft. Um, it just kind of popped in my head. Uh, what what a shortstop are you um, going to be more upset seeing in not a Yankee uniform? Is it going to be Didi Gregorius or freaking Carson Tucker, the the plant guy? Oof. Thanks, Carson Tucker, the plant guy. Tough tough reputation uh, getting a. As as a youth into the league, if you don't know uh, Cole Tucker, we've said it on here. I think past couple weeks is one of the best humans we've ever interacted with. Uh, Pirate shortstop, his baby bro got drafted in the first round this year, twenty third overall pick to the Cleveland Indians. Uh, and I said if he was on the board and the Yankees did not select him, I was willing to eat a plant in my apartment. Uh, there are a couple tiny plants. I would have been able to do it, but. Um, and comparing him to Didi Gregorius, that's tough. Didi's a beautiful human. Uh, but having interacted with the Tucker family, from what we know, they are uh, special. So um, I, if, if one of the Tucker brother ends up in pinstripes one day, like, we're, we're in. We've made it. We've made it. Yeah, so Carson's your answer? I thought you were going to go sneaky third option, Torres. Sneaky third option, Roto. By the way, watch out expanded rosters this year. Oh, yeah. Roto. Girardi holding the camera, doing the dance, feeling it. Feeling it. Jimmy and Jake, it's Sam calling from the Jersey Shore. First off, John Boy, congrats on the engagement. Thank you. Um, Just sitting around watching Nippon baseball, watch the Brett Gardner 13, 12 pitch about whatever it was against Cleveland. In the DS in 17, um, just a couple of things. One, forgot how much Judge really struggled in that series. Um, kind of interesting to see that. And the other thing is, it kind of leads to my question. What do you think Brett Gardner's like, most remembered, most iconic moment in pinstripes? Is it that at bat? Is it the, the three-run home run against uh, the Cubs at Wrigley? Just wanted to hear your thoughts. Bye. Three-run home run's pretty good. This is a good one, right? Yeah, I like that one a lot. I didn't know, because I, I, I jumped there, and I didn't know if that was kind of recency bias a little bit. But I think there's good Brett Gardner moments that we don't remember because of because the whole 2014 to 2000, 2014, 2015, right. 2016, I'm sure Gardner did some cool shit, but I've kind of blanked all of that from yeah. my memory because it's boring. He's won a couple AL players of the week. Getting thrown out? Without saying a word, probably, yeah. probably up there. It's, I think, Gardy's interesting, man, because A, the power stroke in recent years is kind of more fun. Like, just just kind of being fair about that. 
And, I mean, we've liked Brett Gardner. You've known he's intense, but... I hate Brett Gardner. Us getting, you know, further and further into this Yankees world, and, I mean, really seeing it, and, I mean, especially, the guy was banging the roof in the dugout. Like, literally. Um, He he, literally was. He got ejected without saying a word (laughs) because the umps... Thought he was kind of becoming a, a hothead punk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Punky as, Russell. As an old name. man. Shout out to Punky Russell, Brett Gardner's grandma. So, uh, yeah, I mean, tough to kind Didn't of. Didn't he have a big triple against the Red Sox last year or 2018? A nice triple. Like eighth inning. I think we were at the game. Could have been. I'm watching Brett Gardner's top moments on YouTube right now. They got his first hit ever. We're like robbed 20, a home 2017, run. he had a walk-off against the Rays. Feels like a good one. I'm pretty deep. I'm still in 09. He had a great catch in the World Series. Oh, yeah, I remember this catch. Almost, like, hurt himself. Do you remember this one? It's a good catch. That's how I picture every Brett Gardner catch. Um... Like that, the arm goes out. It looks like there's a moment moment of panic, but he squeezes it. Kind of think of him just sliding home and how he like goes on his side like that, a weird way. I don't know. Guardy's awesome. Guardy's good. Just being mad all the time. I think the home run in the wild card against Irvin Santana when he stares him down at the end is pretty good. cool. Little pimp stance. Yeah. Well, fuck you. And then the thirteen at bit pitch at bat is amazing. So, I don't know where that leaves us. I think the Cubs one is still It's just cool Because the Cubs one in 2017 Was like him announcing Hey I hit home runs now Yeah And I can be a little clutch He had so many clutch shots in that, that 17 season He uh It was like when he hits home runs They either tie the game I mean he, in 2007 He was third in the Arizona Fall League in walks that's huge. So I'm not. Who beat him? I don't know. Okay. We'll go to the next voicemail. This is an interesting title. I don't know if it's playing. Very interesting. Oh, here we go. So a lot of thanks. This is Josh from Brick. Love you guys. Um, Thank you. So I discovered something very interesting. So a lot of people know the Shack Street, where from 1984 until present, uh, Shaq has played with someone in the NBA Finals from the every year. So the MLB also has a streak I discovered, the Jason Giambi streak. It's not as long. It's from 1988 till present, but I think it's more impressive because Shaq won four NBA championships in the span from 1984 till present. Jason Giambi never won a World Series. So, like, he never could be on this list by himself because of himself but he has a lot of teammates who have played including Jan Gomes and Azrubal Cabrera in 2019 and in 1988 he played with Jesse Orozco on the Dodgers I think that's incredible and I think it's actually better than the Shaq Street alright love you guys so won the World Series or played in the World Series played in I think I think played in is the streak but he happened to never win one and only right. played in a couple. So that's so. plot twist. I like it. That's crazy. It's impressive, yeah. 
I mean, we're talking about 30 years? 31. 31 years? There's been a World Series player that has been teammates with Giambi? When did Giambi break into the league? Never mind. I was going to say, when can Giambi actually brag about this? Right. But in 84, he wasn't even in the league yet. He caught him at the tail end. 88. And when he retired... So I guess like now is when he can brag about this. He debuted in 95. But that then he didn't accrue as many teammates. So he couldn't really start... Like It's only recently that Giambi could be like... I played with that guy, I played with that guy, I played with that guy. Yeah, you couldn't connect the dots till a little later. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, though. That's cool. Can uh, Is that, like, out there? I don't know. Is that Is, public should knowledge? Should we spread that to the world? Like, Josh. What are we supposed to do with that? Josh, can you, like, did, you had to make a spreadsheet or something. Can you send it to us and we'll tweet it out? Like, name every player, and then first column, player in the World Series. Second column, when they were teammates with Giambi. I'm interested. I'm searching Giambi World Series on Twitter. Jeter's got to be a lot for easy ones, you know. I mean, all the seven World Series Jeter was in count. I mean, I I was going to come out with Jan Gomes, like the caller mentioned. That's cool. That is cool. I appreciate that. Thank you. Next. John Boy Jake, first time, long time. This is Corey from North Carolina. I am calling to ask, how do you guys think John Elway would have fared as a Yankee? That's all. Thank you. Bye. What's this? Did Elway play baseball? Was he one of those baseball drafted people? Did yeah. The, did the Yankees draft him? Yes. They yeah, drafted was, him or signed him. He was like going to play baseball. He was didn't threatening. didn't want to be drafted by yeah. whichever team. Yeah. It's uh, one of the better 30 for 30s out there. Um Elway to Marino, go go watch that if you're interested. But uh, yeah, El- Elway. I don't know. I mean, it's it's the classic question. I mean, Elway, incredible athlete. Um, I don't know how well he would have adjusted to major league curveballs. Um, I posted this on Twitter the other day. I think Nelly the rapper would have made it to major league baseball. Terrence Gore type. I fr- no, dude. He was he was like good. He was like a, I think he was like all, I think he was like Missouri's baseball player of the year or some shit. Yeah. I never, and that's, I never believe these things, but I was like, you know what, Nelly, little middle infielder. But there's not, there's like one Jose Altuve. Like there's not a long list of 5'7 dudes out there. I think Nelly's taller than 5'7. I think he's like 5'9, five, 5'10. Five, nah. You don't think so? No. Nelly rapper height. He's a short guy. He's our height. Five eight. I'm and seeing that's, five that's eight. That's listed. I've got him as a Raphael for call type, but I think Raphael for call is a bad guy now, so you kind of can't compare him to that. I don't know. I'll say John Elway was a hell of a competitor. He made it to the majors. John Elway hit John Elway hit three eighteen in forty two games in his one season of minor league ball. And I guess he gunned people out in the outfield. Says uh, strong arm. People were always trying to take the extra step, and he would just peg him. Raphael for call. Jimmy Rollins. I've got Nelly as that kind of player. Okay. Those are short guys. Yeah. So it's a good call. 
Jimmy Rollins, 5'7". Great comp, Jake. Thank you. Although, I mean, Rollins was fucking really good. Rollins was so good. Uh, that's what I was going to say. I mean, Raphael Fercal was pretty good, too, but I think he's a bad guy, so. Okay. Uh, Elway would have been bad. Damn. Bummer. Giambi played with 554 players. 61 are still active. Eight are Hall of Famers. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. How many teams did he play for? Three? Four? I feel like he snuck in a couple at the end. Yeah, he had a wasn't couple. he in Colorado? He snuck in Colorado a couple Colorado and Cleveland at the end. Yeah. I remember Cleveland, but what? Oakland, New York, Colorado, Cleveland. Four teams. Go Rocks. It's the next voicemail. Jimmy, Jake, what's up? So I got this idea from, obviously, the news came out today at the time of this call of the UFC Fight Island. So let's say, God forbid, the New York Yankees were stranded on a deserted island. They got to be there for for a few months just to, just before they can get some rescue to them. So who do you think's doing what? Who's Who's leading the whole operation? Who's turning on who? Who do you think is, like, starting their own kind of rebel group? Who's going out hunting for food? Who's just relaxing in the sun, you know, maybe get a good tan in? Who do you think is doing what on a deserted island? How do you think they get off? Who do you think gets off the, the easiest? Thanks, guys. Go Yanks. All right, I haven't, we haven't done one of these in a while, so we can have some fun. Uh, all I know is that while everyone's fighting and discussing what to do, DJ's out there just poking fish in the sea getting food. And they're like, where's so DJ? Much. And he comes back with like a string of fish. And I think and he's not like he's not like mad at them. He's like, What have you guys been doing? So this this gets a little trickier than I think you think because I mean with a lot of these guys, I think you've got so many people who want to hunt. So many fishermen. So many people want to hunt and they're not gonna be allowed to Holder, Canely, they take like the land. Like we'll go hunt land animals. Okay. Then you got Tanaka, Hap. Who else are fishing crew? Guardy. Guardy. They're going fishing. CeCe sitting in the shade. I'm still putting CeCe on the team. Still right? on the team for this. Okay. He's sitting in the shade like he's made like a hat over his head. See, CeCe's tough because I had, you know, there's been a lot of Judge Glaber, future captain of the Yankee discussions on here. I I had Judge as the clear leader just on pure mass. Judge and Stan are moving rocks to spell help in the sand, like boulders, just like dumb, like go get a bunch of rocks, put them on the sand, okay. and make them spell help. SOS. They're definitely the gatherers. Maybe they're getting logs to make a tent or the raft. They're on raft crew because they're big and strong. They're getting okay. like timber and and logs, and then they're getting the little tiny branches and giving that to Chad and he's weaving, you know. And that becomes the real question. Who are the gatherers on the team? And it's Chad Green. Um, and I think LeMayhew. I think LeMayhew, I think they almost kick him out of fishing because the other guys are like, dude, you're catching too many. Yeah. Like, you got to chill. We're supposed to be out here all day. Yeah. Chad's just weaving the little, the little like, kindling into a net. On the raft, for sure. Who do you think has the most fun in this scenario? 
Like which player is just having a good time? Canely. I think there's a chance. I won't fight that. For some reason, I've got Geo. It's having fun. I think Geo's. I think he's mixing it up amongst the crew. I got Geo and and Glaber just like playing soccer. Geo's picking up. Yeah, there's you know there's obviously they they. Day one, they were like, hey, we should play a baseball game every day, and they do that. Like, what are you guys doing? Glaber and G are just playing catch with coconuts. And they're like, hey, let's play soccer, too. Like, we're yeah. bored as hell. Yeah. Um, Clint's looking around like, damn, how'd you guys get all these skills? You guys know how to make rafts and shit? Clint's wondering why, and I say this with a very sunburnt nose right now, but he's wondering why everyone else has such a good tan, and he does not. Yeah. Just doesn't get it. CC's definitely chilling, doing nothing. Again, CC's not on my island. I'm sorry. Ah, well, he is. He's there. Who are we missing? Chapman's on fire duty, and that's obvious. No, Chapman's hunting by throwing things at animals. And you and you didn't tell him to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the one task you have Chapman on is fire, and he like likes it. He's like, yeah, flamethrower. I'm the fire guy. I get that. But yes, he's doing that on his own. Yeah. He's but he's not required. The one thing he's required to do is keep the fire. And then he's got someone pretty low on the totem pole. I got, like, I think Wade is with him. And they're like, hey, Wade, he's on fire. You're probably going to have to, like, maintain it because he's just going to throw stuff at animals. Wade's like, I want to play soccer with Glaber and Yeah. Gio. And they're like, you can do that. Just make sure the fire doesn't go out. But he's, like, panicked the whole time. Uh Uh-huh. Because he knows. Yeah. Adovino's kind of like the professor. Like, he's, like, getting signals from planes. He's trying to do way. Navigating coordinates. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and Britain's trying. He's gathering sulfur on the island, and they're like, that's. Britain's helping him out a little bit. What? Yeah. Yeah. Why? I'm trying to make magnets, and they're just like, that's not going to help us at all. Gary's getting pulled in so many directions. He wants to be with Geo, or he wants to be with Stan and Judge, getting the logs and the timber for the raft and the and the shelter. But every fucking time he looks over at Geo and Glaber, you know they're gonna kick him the ball. Gary's yeah. gonna kick it back, and then Judge and and Stan are like, "Dude, Gary, help us!" And he's like, "I am sorry, they're kicking me the ball." Gary's I on a, back. a constant mission to try to have more fun on the island. Like yeah. guys, if we're here, yeah. To have a little bit of fun. Yeah, yeah. We can play more than one baseball game if we want. Mm-hmm. And then Judge is like, Gary, can't do that. Yeah. I think Fishing Crew's killing it. Tanaka, Gardy. And Canely's definitely on, like, go wrestle a hog. Go get us a wild Oh, they're boar. making up tasks for Canely. Wild boar. Go get us a wild boar. Like, they're measuring, can you measure the footsteps to get around the island again? Canely's got a cave, and that's like the go make noise in their cave. Mm. That's your that's your special place. There's a band. Higgy. Higgy's probably jamming. Probably Canely's involved. Yeah, he's always there. Screamo. Um, drummer. Do we have a drummer on the Yanks? Or we've wanted a drummer? No drummer yet, I don't think. Okay. Eyes open. All right. Cool. Eventually they get off. They get off. Jimmy, Jake, BBD, what's happening, boys? Mike Symphony from Philadelphia. Also, shout out to my man on Twitter, Kyle. Um, reason I'm calling is uh, celebrations. You know, 96 was the best dog pile I've ever seen. 
So, uh, you know, what I'm thinking now is the younger guys, if the Yankees were to win the World Series right now, what type of celebration do you think you would see from the younger guys like Glaber and Judge? And would we even get a smile from DJ LeMayhew? We'll see. So I'm curious to know what you guys think. Go Yanks. Big smile from DJ. And it, and it would feel, it would warm you up. Like you'd be like, oh my God, that was better than winning. Seeing him smile, it would, it would warm your soul. Jake and I, I don't know if it was just me or Jake subscribed to as well. We had a theory going that first time winners dogpile and the Yankees dogpiled in 96. And then, you know, in the later years, they're like, yo, it kind of sucks, guys. If you're at the bottom, it blows. And then with the San Francisco Giants, I think it rang true again. They dogpiled and they didn't really dogpile. I think this team would dogpile. I do. Word that came to mind for me with DJ LeMahieu smiling was iconic. Okay. Just that's re- the shot. Just remembered forever. And there's almost irony to it that like whenever DJ LeMahieu is shown for the next fifty years of Yankee history, he has just this bubbly, uncontrolled smile. That's the shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. Um God. I mean it would be it it would be a tear up the town. Um the the town is hungry for it. These guys are hungry for it. Um, I mean, you know, there'd there would be different rumors about you know different people. Tyler Wade hung out with that evening. There would be, um, I mean, Canley would be nuts, like almost not cool, like like nuts. Canley yeah. would be nuts. Pouring water on everyone. Beer, beer, yeah, 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 in the in the clubhouse. Sliding, he was. I mean, he's nuts anyway. Like I think Kane, people would defect from Kaneley's squad that day. Like there would be a group that would go out that day and be like, "We're rolling with Tommy all day," and then at about noon, like I think Voight would be like, "I, I'm having fun, but that's yeah, yeah, it's just so much." Well, everyone needs to be that person at the parade, and that'd be Kaneley. It'd be Kaneley. It'd be a Tommy Kaneley day. Yeah. I didn't want. To, I didn't have the energy to actually do it. Actually, maybe that. Maybe he throws his voice out like hour one. <laughs> yeah, That'd be even funnier. I it's mean, pretty good. Maybe it's, like maybe the winning game is a blowout and Canley has, doesn't have a voice. Yeah, by the last out. I'm trying to think. Maybe Tank just lets the big dog eat all day. No, like Tank takes Tank, 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 like, norm- like a little schoolgirl. Like normally, <laughs> very well put together with the haircut. I'm got I've got Tank like sloppy by the end of it. I don't. He's I he have, just lets it out for I one have day. Him like rock star, like GQ model. You know, maybe G shows up, a little hungover look, and Tank mm. just looks so fucking good. Interesting. Um, he represents all of Japan in that moment. That's true. That's true. I think Tank lets the big dog eat. Um, That was the last voicemail. Paxton gets silly. Yeah, yeah. So silly. You're like, whoa. Yeah. That's you, Pax? Yeah. He's wearing funny sunglasses. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Little Canadian in him comes out. Yeah. Chugs maple syrup, maybe. Maybe even like a... uh, a jean jacket with nothing under it. Like he's playing into the Canadian okay. tuxedo a little bit. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That'd be fun. All right. That's the last voicemail. Thank you guys very much. 
for calling and hanging out with us. And that's all. That's the end. You good? I didn't even get too hot in here, but I'm getting hot now. So I need to end the show now. Thank you. I DM'd some ex-Yankees today, so we'll see if we hear back from them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we should have an interview later in the week. Maybe we'll get some good baseball news at some point. Maybe. Maybe we'll have a double emergency breaking pod for talking Yanks and talking baseball. Sounds nice. All right, thanks, guys. We will see you later. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs>